Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The Lord is good. And the Lord is with us today. I want to welcome you today. Everybody who's watching us online. And I want to welcome you in the presence of the Lord. And I want to thank you for tuning in. Uh, we thank God for yet another day. Today is Pentecost Sunday. Hallelujah. Pentecost Sunday, it's a festival when Christians celebrate the gift of the Holy Spirit. And we thank God that we are part today. We are still breathing. It is celebrated on the Sunday, 50 days after Easter. And we want to say, let's enjoy the day and celebrate the move of the Holy Spirit in our hearts and in our lives and in the nations. God bless you. We have just one announcement today, Children's Church. Enjoy it. Hello, boys and girls. If you have Jesus in your heart and you're a girl, you're smart, beautiful, and you are caring and kind and sweet. And if you're a boy, you are stronger than Superman, faster than Superman, and also smart. I, I have a sickness that if I talk long, I, I, I get older. I'm now going to stand up and tell you a true story from the Bible. to someone older already so let me quickly tell you what I wanted to say before I become older again I'm going to tell you a true story about Jesus Christ and his disciples one day Jesus's disciples said to him Jesus what a wonder you are we saw you dying on the cross and you were buried but here you are said the disciples you have risen from the dead Jesus we love the fact that you are Emmanuel you are God with us. We are so excited that you are here, Jesus. Before I finish, let me grab a chair. Oh, I've changed again. Let me finish the true story before I get older and change into a different version of myself. Then Jesus said to his disciples, It is good that I'm with you, but it will be so much better that I get inside you. And once I'm inside you, oh, mate, you'll be awesome. It'll be lit, it'll be super fragile, oh, super amazing, man. After Jesus said these things, he went straight up to heaven and his disciples looked up and saw him going to heaven. But on the day of Pentecost, God, the Holy Spirit, came down to live with us. God the Holy Spirit is here today at this very moment and he wants to get inside you. Once God the Holy Spirit gets inside you, you will be filled with power and you'll be able to tell others that Jesus loves them. Now let's pray so that God the Holy Spirit may come inside you. Whoa! Whoa! Look at me! I've aged again. I must quickly go through this. I can't afford to become even older than I am right now. Let's get this done. But before I pray with you, I want to read a Bible verse with you. 
which I will put right here on the screen so that you can read it with me. Acts chapter 2 verse 38. Peter replied, Each of you must repent of your sins and turn to God and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. Then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. It's a good thing to memorize the scriptures, so I want us to have a memory verse for today. And that will be Acts chapter 2 verse 39. This promise is to you, to your children, to those far, far away, all who have been called by the Lord our God. God is a promise keeper and God has given us many promises, but there is only one promise which is called the promise of the Father. And that promise, which is called the promise of the Father, is that God himself will give us his Holy Spirit. The reason the Bible calls it the promise of the Father is because it's a big deal. When God gives us his Holy Spirit, my friend, that is a big deal. Remember, the Holy Spirit was with God the Father in the beginning when God created the heavens and the earth. The Holy Spirit was there. The Holy Spirit made it possible for Jesus to be born. When God the Son came on earth, it was because of the help of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit made it possible for Jesus to be raised from the dead. When Jesus was raised from the dead, it was through the power of the Holy Spirit. Now God himself said, the same Spirit who was with me in the beginning when I created the universe, the same Spirit who was with God the Son when he came down on earth, the same Holy Spirit I want to give him to you. My friend, that's a big deal. Remember, the Holy Spirit is not given to us so that he can be on holiday. He's not on holiday. He's not on a sabbatical. He's not resting with us. He is in us to help us. So the Holy Spirit is here to help us. He helps us pray. He helps us tell people about Jesus. He helps us to live the holy life. The Holy Spirit is here to help us. Now, I want to pray with you. And, and, and then you will receive Jesus in your heart and then you'll receive the Holy Spirit in your heart. Pray after me. Say the following. Heavenly Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I realize that I am a sinner and I need you to forgive me of my sins. I turn away, I repent from all my sins. Jesus, Come into my heart. Wash me with the precious blood of Jesus. Heavenly Father, I am now ready to receive your gift, the gift of the Holy Spirit. Fill me with the precious Holy Spirit. I receive the Holy Spirit. Thank you for the gift of the Holy Spirit. Amen. My friend, if you need to, you can rewind and pray that prayer again. Once you've prayed that prayer, you must know that you have received the Holy Spirit. 
you have received the Holy Spirit. The power of the Holy Spirit is with you and he will help you. Have a great week. See you next week, same time, same place. God bless you. Praise the Lord. We thank God for the great work the Sunday school have done. We thank the Lord. Uh, I'm still continuing on our subject, the promise keeper, that our God is a promise maker and a promise keeper, that the promises of God are yes and amen. Whatever God said in his word, he will make sure that it happens. Today, as we celebrate Pentecost, I want to remind you, my brothers and sisters, that Pentecost is the beginning of the fulfillment of God's promise in Jewel. When God said, it shall come to pass afterwards, that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Your, your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams and your young men shall see visions. I want you at home to underline these words. That the kingdom, the promise of the kingdom has not failed. Promise of the kingdom has not failed. We see God who promised to pour out his spirit upon all flesh in the book of Jewel, pouring out his spirit in the New Testament in the book of Acts, which is our scripture reading today. And I want you to join me. And say these words after me. The promise of the kingdom has not failed. And the promise of the kingdom will never fail. Let's open our scripture reading in the book of Acts chapter 2 from verse 1 to 4 only. I'm going to read it. On the day of Pentecost, all the believers were meeting together in one place. Suddenly, there was a sound from heaven, like the roaring of a mighty windstorm. And it filled the house where they were sitting. Then what looked like flames of tongues, what looked like flames or tongues of fire appeared and settled on each of them. And everyone present was filled with the Holy Spirit. And they began speaking in other languages as the Holy Spirit gave them this ability. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. Where we have just read, we see the promise keeper fulfilling his promise in the book of Acts. Before Jesus was taken to heaven, he said to his disciple, stay in Jerusalem 
and wait for, for the promise of the Father. And in Acts chapter 2, where we have read, we see the promise keeper coming down to his people and pouring out his spirit upon the flesh. One thing that I, when I was reading, that came out, how God revealed himself to the disciples. I want you to, read, to, to, to follow me and let's reread verse 2 where the Bible says, Suddenly there was a sound from heaven like a roaring of a mighty windstorm. We see God, the Father, revealing himself by sending the Holy Spirit to his people in a powerful way. He revealed himself in a powerful way. And it says, it filled the house where they were sitting. And we see God revealing himself intimately to the people. Powerful way and intimately. And then, what looks like flames of fire, of tongues, set on each and every one of them. And we see God revealing himself individually for every person that was in the place. God, I want you to have these three things. God came powerfully to his people. Intimately, the whole house was filled with the Spirit. And individually, they all had a flame of fire. And everyone was filled with the Holy Spirit. What do we learn from this? That the God we serve, whether we see it or not, every time when He comes to us, he comes, that's why we always say our God is powerful. He comes with power. And He is a God that is seeking for a relationship. He made sure that everybody represented in that place where they were gathered have had an experience with him individually and intimately. What am I saying to us Christians, brothers and sisters today? That the God that we talk about, the promise keeper, he wants a relationship with you. And when he comes, he comes in a, in, in a community of believers. Collectively, he comes powerfully. But at the same time, he comes uh, that we individually can experience him. He doesn't want us to have an experience of community only. He wants us to also go to an extent of having an intimate, individual, personal relationship with Him. 
And I pray that today, during this time of Pentecost, we will experience him so powerfully. We will experience him intimately. We will experience him individually so that when we get out of our sacred moment with God, we are able to speak about him. Follow me. There's something that I, I, I want to ex explain again here. And the Bible says, flames of fire or tongues were upon each and every one of them. It settled on each and every one of them. And everyone present was filled with the Holy Spirit. This is the God that we serve. The flames of fire. Fire on many occasions in the Old Testament accompanied God's presence. Fire also is a symbol of God himself coming down to his people to set them apart, to consecrate them, to set them apart and to purify them. When we say, God, send your fire. We are saying, God, come and purify us as a church. During Pentecost, the church of God was birthed. And when God came down and filled them with the Spirit and fire, he gave them, it was a sign or a symbol of empowering them. The fire was there. The Holy Spirit was given to them to empower them for the work and the purpose of bringing Christ, of bringing honor to Jesus Christ. We are being empowered and given the Holy Spirit and the fire so that we can bring honor to Jesus Christ. And so that we can also witness for him. The fire again is a symbol of God's presence working with his people. Let me say this, when the fire came down on the day of Pentecost, church was birthed, the apostles were empowered to preach the gospel, and also, the, it was the beginning of Barrel's mission, where God was empowering them to go and preach the gospel to every nation. And preach the gospel to everyone. That everybody will come to the knowledge of who Christ is. This Lamb of God. This suffering servant of God. Who came and died and suffered for all of us. Who brought out salvation. And God was coming down to the apostle to empower them to preach the gospel. To preach the message of salvation.
And let me say to all of us who are watching today, the message of salvation is a real thing. This gospel is a real thing. Do not be left behind. The only best or better response that one can do is to surrender and repent for our sinful ways and allow God to purify us with His fire and allow God to cleanse us from all our sin. We can only receive the gift of the Holy Spirit when we repent, when we receive salvation. We, receive, we can only re receive the gift of the Holy Spirit when we repent. I want you to follow me again. That the fire in the Bible is a symbol of God's presence working with His people. His divine presence working with His people. Moses in the wilderness, God appeared to him in a burning bush. We see fire again. And God said to Moses, take off your shoe for where you are standing, it's holy ground. So fire is a symbol of God's presence in the lives of his people. And I pray that even during our time and generation, we will experience the fire of God in our lives. The fire of God that burns every evil in our lives. That burns every work of the devil in our lives. And allow God to burn everything that is unlike God in our lives. The fire comes to sanctify us. The fire comes to purify us. The fire comes to cleanse us. Hallelujah. And again, I said the fire represents the presence of God in the lives of his people. And I'm saying and I'm challenging you, brothers and sisters, that we must cry for this, the Holy Spirit and fire. I'm saying the Holy Spirit and fire because John the Baptist said when he spoke of this Jesus, he said, I baptize you with water, but there comes someone, there comes someone after me who is more powerful. You see the same God who appeared to the apostle in a powerful way. John the Baptist said, he comes, he's more powerful than I, this God always when he reveals himself, he's a God who comes with power hallelujah can you say these words after me at home the kingdom of heaven has not failed the kingdom of heaven will not fail he comes with power he comes with fire hallelujah hallelujah and John the Baptist said, he's more powerful than I and whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. And he will baptize you with the, he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. I want you to say this words at, at home. The kingdom of God has not failed. The kingdom of God will never fail. 
the promise keeper. He's still here today to baptize us, the church today, to baptize you, my brothers and sisters, wherever you are in your living area, together with your children, to baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire so that we can also partake and experience what the apostles have experienced. Hallelujah. I said the fire represent the presence of God. We see the children of Israel. The Bible says God was with them, guiding them with the pillar of fire by night in the desert. He appeared to them and guided them with the pillar of fire by night in the desert. And even the same God, a promise keeper, is with us in our generation. Even during this time of COVID-19, it may feel like we are walking in the desert. It may feel like we are walking in the wilderness. The pillar of fire, the presence of God is still with us today to guide us. Hallelujah. To guide us by power, by fire. In the name of Jesus. Jesus, he walked with them, the children of Israel, he guided them in the desert, even during this time, whatever we go through, whatever you may go through, beyond the COVID and the COVID that we are going through, he's there, his presence is with us, his presence is with us to guide us all the way, and we trust in his unfailing love, hallelujah, the kingdom of God will never fail. The kingdom of God has never failed. The promise of the kingdom of God will never fail. And again, we see the consuming fire on Mount Sinai. The fire that hovered all over the wilderness and the tabernacle. This is the presence that I'm talking about, that God revealed himself to the children of Israel, and they knew this God, that he's a consuming fire. He's a God who comes by fire. And I want to challenge you, church of God, that let us, let us avail ourselves. Let us totally surrender to this God who gives his spirit without limit so that we can, we can be empowered to go out and do the work that is before us. The apostles, after they were empowered, they preached the gospel with boldness. They preached the gospel with fire. They preached the gospel and the Holy Spirit was working along inside them. We don't work in front of the Holy Spirit. We don't go in front of the Holy Spirit and think that we can do ministry with our own strength and think that we can preach with our own strength and knowledge. We don't do that. We, we hide behind the owner of the church. We hide behind the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit was given to his people so that they, they will be able to preach the gospel. We are not given the Holy Spirit to outsmart each other as the church. And I think 
it's time that we fix certain things in the church while we are still reflecting during COVID-19. We are not given the spirit to, to outshine each other. We are not given the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is not for commission. The Holy Spirit is here to do the work of the Father. We as the, whole, the, the apostle, after they have been empowered and filled with the Holy Spirit, they arose a deep, intimate desire to fulfill the heart of the Father, which is missions, the heart of the Father, which is souls, the heart of the Father, that what, what that brought his son on earth to die. So we must have the same desire. When the Spirit comes, he must birth a burning, intimate, a burning desire to win the loss for Jesus Christ. And I, I want to say to the church today, the Holy Spirit is still working. And this God who appeared to the apostle, he appeared in three forms in a powerful way. And he wants us as his children, wherever we are, behind him, walking alongside him so that he can parade his power. He appeared intimately and individually to everyone. And he's still the same God who wants to appear to us to have a relationship with him so that we can fulfill his mission and nothing else. The Bible says, we have not because we ask not. James says, so many things that are happening in the quarrels, they happen because we have not. And I want to challenge children of God. He's waiting for you to have an intimate relationship with you like he had with Moses in the burning bush and revealed himself. It's time that we go in our secret time. We say, God, reveal yourself to me. Reveal yourself so that you, I, can, I can understand your heart and your mission and go out there and fulfill it. When I am in, in that time and space where I have a relationship with God and God reveals himself, and God states his mission in my heart there's no need to compete there's no need to fight for other stuff there's no need for other things that we do as children of God because you know your mission you know your commitment to God when you get out you go out you do exactly what the spirit has told you to do and we will overcome we will overcome in community if we individually, individually understand that God came for the apostle individually and he gave them individually the Holy Spirit and fire and he gave them individually their assignment. Individually, we have our assignment. There's no need to fight. There's no need to compete. Individually, we have our assignment. And I pray that this God today will mark a day when all of us we will come back to our senses and say, God, what is your mission? Today is Pentecost. We celebrate Pentecost. Reveal yourself. And if I've forgotten my mission, if individually I've forgotten God, I pray that you will remind me so that I can go out there and represent you. Go ye and preach the gospel to every nation. The promise of the kingdom has not failed. In the book of John, 
the book of John, in the book of Matthew 11. So the Bible says, if you evil parents know how to, good, to give good gifts to your children, how much more your heavenly father. How much more? How much more will your Father in heaven give good things to those who ask Him? John 3.34 says, For God gave His Spirit without measure. He gave His Spirit without limit and we can come to him today and ask him to fill us with the spirit just like the day of the Pentecost just like the day of Pentecost God fill us with your spirit Lord Lord purify us with your fire Whatever you want us to, 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 to be separated from it, God, sanctify us and purify us with fire. John 16, 24, it says, until now, you have not asked anything in my name. Ask and it shall be given unto you so that your joy will be complete. Today, as I was reflecting and studying, I said to God, I do not want to ask for money. I do not want to ask for material things because they come and go. I'm asking today. Hallelujah. 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 I'm asking God for the salvation of my children. I'm asking God for the salvation of my family members. I'm asking God for the salvation of my brothers and sisters. I'm asking God for the salvation of my city. I'm asking God for the salvation of nations because the Bible says in Psalm 2 verse 8, ask of me, ask me of the nations and I and every nation on earth will belong to you. Another version says only ask. Psalm 2. Verse 8, Psalm 2, verse 8. Only ask, and I will give you the nations. I'll give you nations as your inheritance, the whole earth as your possessions. Christians, I'm challenging us today. I wonder what kind of prayers that we've been praying, and I'm including myself. And I want to change the way I pray. I want to learn to pray uh, uh, big prayers uh, of asking for the things that will last uh, to until eternity. When we ask for the salvation of our nation, of our children, of our relatives, of our family members. When God does it, when God saves them, this is a great thing. This is a big thing. More than the money, more than the house, more than the cars, more than whatever that we can 
can ask in this world. God says that he knows that we need these things. He knows that we need food on the table. We need clothes. But I'm challenging you as the church of God. God will provide. He's a promise keeper. Let's grow in our prayers and start praying the right prayers of asking for the salvation of nations. He will answer. May this Pentecost day be a day where you receive the Holy Spirit and fire. That you will get out of your home after COVID-19 and be a volcano for God. And that your city will know Christ. Your family members will know Christ. Nations will know Christ. Remember that the apostle did not have what we have today. They did not have the technology. They did not have the cars that we are driving today, the homes that we are living in today. But they suffered for the kingdom. They suffered for the gospel. They, they died for the gospel. They preached the gospel boldly without compromising it. Because they were looking and God worked with them because they understood eternity. And I wonder if books were to be written about us in our generation and Pentecost in us, what kind of history will our children read? That's the question that I want to leave you with. And tell you that, you know, there is power. There is this Holy Spirit. There is the anointing that He gives without limit. And I pray today that you will experience Pentecost. Right now, after this, as we pray, ask God to fill you with the Spirit. So that you can be all that He wants you to be. The Holy Spirit enables us to live a holy life. And if there's anything in your life that you know you're not walking right with God right now, ask Him to purify you. He wants a relationship with you more than anything. And if He gives you the opportunity to preach the gospel and to do good deeds, that is the empowerment. And you say, God, empower me. When I go out, let me be your hands, your eyes, your ears, your mouth, and your food. The Lord bless you and keep you. Father, we thank you for your word today. Pentecost has come. As we celebrate Pentecost, God, we pray in the name of Jesus that purify us as a church. We've made a lot of mistakes in how we treated each other when we, we want to ask for forgiveness. Purify us, God, as a church. Some of the mistakes, God, is between us with our family members, us and the church members, us and our neighbors, purify us and cleanse us, God. Empower us today to do the work. Fill us with your spirit. Baptize us with the Holy Spirit and fire. And sanctify us through and through. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord.